Hi, Sunshine. I'm Natasha, your host for the Shine Online podcast and the founder of Soul Studio. In this conversational podcast, I interview the brightest entrepreneurs I know with the goal of empowering you to do business in a way that feels real to you. These conversations will bring you no fluff advice, honest discussions, and actionable strategies to help you shine online. There are so many bright brands in the online world, but there's always room for one more. Let's shine together. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share the review of the month. And this review is from Hope, the perfect podcast for online business owners. I'm only one episode in and I've already gotten so much value from this podcast. Natasha gives so much value in so many different mediums, IGTV, IG stories, email newsletter, and so much more. So I'm glad I now have another way to learn from her with this podcast. Thank you so much for this amazing review, Hope. I'm so glad you're loving all the content and especially the podcast. Your reviews and DMs seriously mean the world to me and help support this show. So thank you. And if you have a few minutes, I would love to hear from you in the reviews on Apple Podcasts. It absolutely means the world to me. And I'm loving to hear, you know, what guests you're liking, what topics you like, and what you want to hear more of. So now let's get into today's episode. It's going to be a good one. Hello and welcome back to the podcast and I'm here with Michelle and she is, if anyone's like, how do you TikTok? What is a TikTok? I'm like, talk to Michelle because my girl knows what she's talking about. So thanks for being on the show. Yes, I'm super, super excited to be talking about TikTok. It has been a great subject of conversation recently and I just am a social media junkie. So anytime to try something new, I'm, I'm all game for and it seems to be working. So I won't claim to be an expert at all. I won't say I'm like, know everything there is to know, but I do know how it's working for my business. And I think that's worth sharing. Absolutely. And I would love to kind of talk about the evolution of how, you know, you went from being like a designer, which you still are, to now having this like break off where now you're like dipping into like TikTok education. You were just like testing out and playing with it. Like what has your journey looked like from building your brand to now being on TikTok? Sure. So I've been a brand designer. This is my sixth year in the business. I actually started as a college student. So I started just part-time working for my mom and my mom's friends who are also business owners. And then when I graduated, my parents basically told me, Hey, see if you could do it full-time. And if you can't like go get a job and oh, my family are very much self-starters. So that was the kind of push that I needed to pursue it. And uh, then I became a total junkie for marketing and, and love social media. So I was using social media to grow my business and attending in-person networking events. Remember when we could do those? Yeah, right. <laughs> in-person and we were both at All Summit, right? Yes, we must have just so missed each crazy. Other. I know it's kind of nuts how that works. And it like feels like it was like a dream. Like I was around totally. that many people and I didn't flinch. Like <laughs> totally. But I was actually surprised at Alt Summit to not see any TikTok programming. Me too. And I know people were asking about it in some of the panels that I was in. So at that time, so that was about a month ago, we went in March. So in March, I was already using TikTok. It was already pretty much the number one lead generator for my business. I'd been uploading videos consistently since last July. I'd grown to over 20,000 followers since February. 
and now 30,000 and picking up like a thousand a day. So it's just, you just don't have those metrics with like Facebook or Instagram. So I was really surprised to not see that many people talking about it yet, which was kind of what catapulted me into offering a video training and a workbook because I knew I had information about the platform that people were either too intimidated by to jump into or didn't understand or didn't couldn't see the application of how it could be relevant for their business. And so that's basically the information I've been sharing pretty much nonstop since March. So yeah, and I think that's the biggest question is like, we see that it's blowing up, but we're as business owners, we're like, does this apply to our demographic? Does this apply to us at all? And I'm definitely a huge believer that when new things are starting, like, especially if there's promise with them, like it's really good to be on them before they take off. Like that's why I love IGTV because I know one day why well, I think that it's going to blow up. And I think the same thing with TikTok. what kind of made you so curious to test it out as a business? Was it like Gary V and all his preachings on it or? It was a few different factors. I'm the oldest of five girls in my family and my youngest sisters, of course, were already on TikTok as Gen Zers. And so they were loving it. And I was a huge fan of Vine back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like I just love short form video and I love short form comedy. I'm realizing yeah. about myself. Like I've always loved SNL. I've always loved just like funny America's Funniest Home videos. Like I love that kind of entertainment. So I was kind of drawn to it. Then I downloaded it as kind of a dare. And then I was listening to Gary Vee, of course, and just kind of, I was finding myself really frustrated with Instagram, really frustrated with feeling like there's so much time I was spending on Instagram and I wasn't getting the return I was looking for, for the amount of exertion I was putting into it. So paying for photo shoots, writing really long form captions, doing hashtags, doing stories. I do an Instagram live show every week and my numbers were okay, but I didn't feel, I felt like I was kind of hitting a plateau Mm. and I felt kind of creatively stifled as if there was a way I was supposed to be supposed to behave on Instagram. And then I would get on there and I felt like there were 500 other girls exactly like me doing exactly what I do on the platform. So TikTok for me offered a great free format, fresh slate, do whatever you want with it. And I love the creative challenge of trying to figure something out, like tinker and play and, and explore, okay, what makes this thing work the way that it does? And then got hooked. Of course, since those numbers are coming in, but more importantly, like the leads, the clients I was getting from TikTok. Yeah, let's talk about that. The fact that they were hitting my ideal client demo on the head was, I was like, okay, now we're, now we're playing with, fire here. Like I see where this is going. And with TikTok, the great thing is the very first day I started my account, I saved a highlight on Instagram, like basically documenting the first day I started all the way to now that highlight is now full. So I've got to figure out where it's all going to live. But I was just kind of pointing out trends or I was pointing out the way that the brands that were on TikTok were using it. Like Elf Cosmetics did a whole trend that is also a viral dance that's also a contest for their makeup, which I thought was brilliant. And now, of course, more celebrities and influencers and everybody's hopping on. But the clients were coming because I was digging through kind of my archives of my portfolio work and trying to summarize brand design in 60 seconds. So I would take a whole branding deck that I'd worked on for a client and walk through the entire process from that first cover page of the logo to the mood board, to the fonts, to the color palette, to the, this is why this logo communicates this mission, brand, vision, ideal state, like ideal client avatar. And by narrating 
what I could do for a business. I think it was showing instead of telling and the people that were looking for that kind of brand design, it was a slam dunk. And I didn't even have an active link in my bio and people were still manually wow. typing out my website yeah. to get in touch with me, which is awesome. And then it's also trickled over into my Instagram and my Facebook group, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that is just so amazing. And I think it's just so interesting how, you know, you kind of just start tinkering on it, exploring with it. And I feel like it it's very addictive. Um, not only just the way you're consuming on it, but I love the editor inside it. I feel like it's so intuitive. It's so unique, but also very easy to use. Like I think if you like set aside 30 minutes to play around with it, you will get it instantly. And you're like, why are Instagram stories like this? Yes. So I, I agree with a lot of those things. And I'm curious, a lot of people are probably wondering, like, what is your exact client avatar? Like, who are you targeting? And who have you been getting from TikTok? That's what people are wanting. They're like, how does it convert? How do I get clients from it? Of course. So my ideal client avatar for my brand design business, usually millennial women between 25 and 35, either starting a business for the first time that's born out of a side hustle or rebranding their existing business. My sweet spot is helping someone deep dive on their vision and mission and create visuals with my art history and fine arts background that actually reflect what the heck they say they stand for. So that's what I love. I love getting really deep into research and finding uh, visual identities that last and that also look beautiful for social. So that's the other, there's a two-part avatar. It's someone who is kind of an early adopter, a self-starter, someone who's going to leverage social media marketing, because then we both mutually benefit as well. I'm sharing their work, they're sharing mine. We all kind of end up sharing the same ideal client anyway. Uh, That's a much better fit for me than someone who either has never invested in branding before or doesn't know how to open a PDF or, and I've worked with all types of clients. It took me a long time to get to figure out who the heck I like working for. So by doing my stuff on TikTok, I wanted to make sure I was still communicating in that voice. So showing projects of clients that fit that ideal client demo, right? I wasn't showing the projects that were necessarily the more long form involved, a lot of handholding big, long, expensive projects, because that's not really what I wanted to attract. Yeah. Also, because the platform skews young, I won't deny that at all. I get a lot of students that interact with my brand. And they are asking me, what did you major in? What programs do you use? What tablet do you have? All these great questions. And those are all people that I want in my Facebook group, because I share all that stuff in my Facebook group all the time. So it's really great to position yourself when you are an early adopter, when you are somewhere where you can put yourself in an expert category, Mm -hmm. where for a while on TikTok, I was the only one using hashtag brand design for like a few months. Wow. That's so crazy. Which would never happen on Instagram. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's just that kind of visibility where now because I was consistent with it and I was consistently uploading the same type of video with the same format, with the same intro, the same three second hook, which is, Hey, brand design in 60 seconds. Today, I'm going to talk to you about this. They then knew what to expect for my account yes. and they can associate me with that quality of video. So just like we're so concerned on Instagram with how your brand looks, how your feed looks, how your stories look. I think what TikTok is offering now is like, what does it sound like? What is your editing style that fits your brand? And I love, I'm a total dork for that kind of conversation as well. 
Yeah, I agree with that. And I think it's so funny how binge worthy TikTok is. Like, I feel like that's one big trend is that's what you've noticed is like people like this one type of content. And so you're going to constantly be creating that and people are just eating it up. And also kind of like you're literally filming your computer for a lot of them, which like you think is like so just like ugly almost. You're like, oh my gosh, can I like do a screen share like anything? But that's what works on TikTok. It's kind of like simple in a lot of ways. Well, and because it was so new, I didn't want to make it my life's work to get something on the platform. Like mm-hmm. I've wanted to start a YouTube channel for forever and I studied film and video in college. And so I know what goes into like a good storytelling and intro and transitions and edits and lighting and gear. And I've always been super intimidated by YouTube, which I probably shouldn't be because I know it's more about the quality of the content than the actual video production quality that like, you can always scale that up. And being doing this for six years, I feel like I have enough to share, but TikTok kind of alleviated that for me. It's that quick nugget of information that the person feels like when they discover you that they hit a gold mine, right? So it's the idea of when you are on someone's for you page and they come over to your account and it's flooded with similar high value, high quality content, they feel more like they found you. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. putting it more on on them instead of trying me trying to force feed them, hey, here's everything that I can do for you it's a really organic way to constantly be discovering new talent, which I love about that platform compared to Facebook and Instagram. Mm, yeah, I completely agree. I would love to go like to the basics because I would say probably most people listening maybe aren't TikTok or haven't figured it out like strategically yet. Like maybe they're trying to do the dances or all those different types of things. So break down like the basics for your brand wanting to get on TikTok starter kits. Yes. Okay. So the first thing you need to know about the platform is it's only looping video. There are not photos. There's not posts. There's not statuses. There's it's exclusively looping video. Hence kiss my loops, which is my spinoff brand for TikTok related content. It's kiss my loops because looping video content. So when you think about a looping video, you're creating that moment that leads up to some kind of reveal or surprise or satisfactory, oddly satisfying something, something, yes. right? So with me, I'm not trying to do gimmicks. I'm not doing dances. So I want to make sure that my promise of the content of that video is right at the top of the video. Mm. So brand design in 60 seconds or freelance 15, like everything you need to know about freelance in 15 seconds, like obviously not everything, but giving little nuggets, creating series, like how I started my business part one right? So that's the kind of lead up that would make somebody want to watch not only the whole thing through, but come back and watch more of them. Mm -hmm. So that's something you would think about with TikTok that's different than the other platforms. TikTok also, their homepage feed, instead of getting who you follow, you get the for you page, which is curated content from TikTok's computer learning that shows you content that it thinks is relevant to what you want and what you want to see. Now, if you're just creating a an account for the first time. It has no idea what you want to see because you haven't interacted with anything yet. So my mom downloaded TikTok and she's like, this is a circus freak show. (laughs) I don't know who these people are. Why am I seeing this weird person with out at their mailbox doing whatever? And I, I was explaining, I was like, because you haven't taught it what to show you yet. So that's another reason people usually get turned off right off the bat. Like I mentioned, it does skew younger. Um, but that's also been the lifespan of pretty much every other social media platform is it it starts really young and then it kind of ages up and then the small businesses hop on and get great visibility especially if you're early like think of early instagram like 
2009-2010 Instagram like Mm -hmm. dang to be the person that was uploading good quality photos back in 2009 and you were linking it to a blog and like you are way above you know you're punching above your your weight there you know what I mean so that's the stuff that pays off I think the same goes for TikTok now like if you can be professional and consistent and branded the payout is amazing and not payout payout but visibility and reach and organic traffic that all those opportunities are very, very apparent on TikTok. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. And I know the biggest thing with TikTok that I think like all platforms have is like you definitely want to stick to a niche. But I think with TikTok, it's so distracting. You're like, okay, I need to do the savage dance and then I need to go do this challenge over here. And it's like, you can do those, but kind of making it specific to what you do and what you're an expert at. Do you want to kind of touch on that? Like how to bring your expertise into the trends that are on TikTok? Because that's like the biggest part is like how to be trending essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So TikTok has the last number I saw from the new, my news sources was two billion downloads. It's the most downloaded app on the app store. So to anybody that thinks their ideal client isn't on there, I would ask you to think again. So a lot of people are on there for just for entertainment purposes. So something to think about the platform is there's a lot more just straight up consumers of content than there are creators of content. Whereas I think on Instagram, there's still like, it's more evenly split, if not heavier towards the creator side. Again, that might just be the circles we run in. But with TikTok, it's similar to Twitter and Pinterest in a lot of ways. I've been kind of wrapping my head around that because you have that discover page that's like Twitter, where you can see what's trending for the day. So when I'm going to make TikTok content, I would like to go to the Discover page, see what's trending, see if there's anything that fits my brand. If there is, I'll try to pull together content. But I think content creators and people that are really eager end up going on and like, oh, like you just said, right? Oh, I got to do this dance. I got to do this trend. I got to do this thing. And it can be kind of a distraction from your marketing, right? Where you're like, oh gosh, if I want to take advantage of this trend, I got to do this video now, today. And in my business, I just don't have space for that. <laughs> I've got too much other stuff going on. So if there is a trend I want to participate in, number one, it's got to be on brand. Number two, it's got to come together pretty quickly. And three, if it doesn't fit my branding at all, I just don't do it. I'm not a dancer. I'm not a cheerleader. I don't have any background doing dancing. So I'll, I'll keep that for Friday night with my friends when we can finally all go hang out at the bars together again. But <laughs> it doesn't live anywhere in my existing branding. So I'm not going to overexert myself to do something that doesn't fit. Absolutely. And I think the biggest thing that I've discovered from using it is just repurposing um, is just really, especially for, I've been experimenting for myself and for my client. Um, So one of them has been like stories, like any stories that I already have or IGTV videos that I already have, just like repurposing those into TikTok form videos. Or for my client, she's a photographer. So I feel like the biggest trend with photographers is like showing behind the scenes and then showing the final beautiful edit images. So that's kind of just what I've been sticking with. So it's like, it doesn't have to take a lot of your time. And chances are you already have content to repurpose. Exactly. A lot of people are getting intimidated by the fact that like, oh, another social platform, I have to be on another thing. And what I'm trying to explain is can you repurpose that 15, 20 minutes you were spending on Instagram, put it, use it on TikTok and just experiment, just play with it. And when we got to Alt Summit, my two friends I was staying with, we were having happy hour drinks. And I said, give me your phones, give me your camera roll. Like, let's do this. (laughs) And one of my friends is a muralist and she's super, super talented fine arts painter. And she has a gallery and she sells beautiful paintings, but she did this rainbow mural. 
And she uploaded the video to TikTok and we put it to Somewhere Over the Rainbow, of course, yeah. logically. And uh, she, like I said, just started her account that yeah. night, waited like an hour. And she's like, oh, this bombed. I'm taking it down. It has like 20 views. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. Just wait it out. Yeah. Wait it out. Two days later, 5 million views. Oh my gosh. So, and then she's since then has been reposted by like Lauren Conrad what? and she's getting a bunch of traffic. HGTV shared her stuff because they found her from Instagram. So it, there's just like a lot of potential. I think a lot of people get upset also with the metrics. Like it's kind of like pesos and dollars. Like they're yeah. both valuable, but they're not exactly one-to-one. A like isn't exactly a one-to-one like that we're used to on Instagram or Facebook Yeah, or a follow isn't necessarily a one-to-one follow. So Although 32,000 followers sounds incredible, which it is exciting. It's definitely not, I don't think they're totally apples and apples. I found that too is with my photographer as a clown. She's like the closest I gotten to quote unquote viral. I got a video that had like 17,000 views, which I thought was amazing considering she has like 30 followers. And what I noticed is, I mean, almost like a week later was when it started to get all those views. So I think, I mean, unless you like know the magical secrets with the algorithm, I feel like we all kind of don't know how it works and how it pushes those random one video that get viral, you know, content with, but that's why, you know, don't delete things, just stick to what you're doing, I think is essentially one of the best things you can do. But I I think that story is just so amazing, because it shows that you can just take what you already have, and you never know. Yeah. And and for her, the hilarious part about it was that her rainbow, like stylistically, she didn't use the color green. Yeah. So people were getting in fights in the comments about you forgot green and do you even (gasps) know how to do a rainbow? And that was just funny. I mean, that definitely was a fluke. The one video, I don't think she's hit those numbers again. But even I was asking my little sister, I was like, okay, what do you consider viral? She's 16. She goes, yeah, don't talk to me until you have 2 million likes. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Likes, not views, likes. likes. I was like, okay, those are the kind of metrics you're playing with. But also, some of these kids that did blow up on TikTok like really young, like are getting amazing brand deals. Oh yeah, oh I've like, seen it. Charlie Danilo is now like the face of Prada and Dunkin' Donuts, and there she was in a Super Bowl commercial. She was with J Lo. Like there, there's a ton of potential. It's kind of a new wave influencer. Also, people are like, I don't get her hype. Like she just seems like a girl next door. And I was like, I think that's the point. Yeah, I think people are really tired of influencers that are perfectly posed and yeah. overly edited and super curated because it just feels really distant. So I kind of love that my little janky setup for my computer are sitting on my bed recording my brand design in seconds. It's not overly produced. And that's kind of the point is like, I want to be really transparent that like, this is me, this is my business, this is my routine. Like I showed, I I made a video on TikTok that was like how I set up to design a logo. It was like my iced coffee, plug in my (laughs) computer, admire my hats, pet my dog, like just, and just actually showing, because I think for a lot of these people too, I may be their first exposure to someone that's self-employed or someone that that is a young entrepreneur that's working for themselves. that's doing design. And somebody commented on one of my videos, are these even real projects? And I was like, yes, yes. That pays the bills, y'all. Yes, yes, it does, you know. So, but for me, every single one of those is a touch point for a great conversation. And it's a touch point to turn someone onto my brand, to be honest. Because there there are people that might be seeing my TikTok content now that might not be my client for the next two, three, four, five years. And I'm more than happy to kind of keep them entertained from now until then, you know. 
Exactly. Yeah, that is just so interesting. And I think with Instagram in general, it's shifting shifting towards like being more real and authentic in general, I think. But I think TikTok is kind of like taking that and running with it in a lot of ways where it's like things don't have to be curated so perfectly, especially with mm-hmm. stories. Um, so I think I see a lot of that with TikTok. I would love to get your take on just some ideas for people that whether they're like photographers, they have products or service providers, like what is TikTok that they can go make right now? Like what can they start to make maybe even including repurposed content? Of course. So I absolutely recommend that you audit all of your existing videos. Definitely start throwing them into piles. Here's a process video. Here's a before and after. Here's a tutorial. Here's a whatever, a recap, a testimonial and start putting them into buckets. Because if you've been marketing on the other platforms, you for sure have content somewhere. Keep in mind that it has to be under that 60 seconds per video. So if you're going to do longer form content, you can experiment with like a part one, part two, part three. I wouldn't go more than part three because I think then you're just asking a lot. But keeping that in mind, you can also add images. So TikTok's in-app video builder allows you to kind of upload stills in a slideshow style. So you can do that. I don't think it will overwhelmingly perform as well as video will for you since it is a video dominated platform. But before you even start uploading videos at all, having an understanding of the app, but also having an understanding of what you want your brand voice to be. Like, are you there for strictly educational purposes? Are you leveraging your personality or are you there to demonstrate? Do you want to be the tutorial Mm -hmm. girl? Do you want to be, there's a great account called self-made millionaire or self-made millennial. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) Self-made millennial. There's another one that's got a millionaire in the name, but self-made millennial. She's an HR professional and she gives advice for for resumes Mm -hmm. and resume writing and saying, this is how you stand out in the hiring process. And all of her videos are exactly the same format with exactly the same type of caption, exactly the same kind of text over top. She's not doing special effects. She's not doing trends. She's just delivering a lot of value. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Music is really important on the platform. Yes. So if you're going to use music, you want your actions and your visuals to somehow coincide with the same theme. Again, don't use music. That's going to be not beneficial to your brand. If you're a very buttoned up, clean, like straight and narrow kind of brand, don't use dirty, explicit rap music in your TikTok. Like that should kind of go without saying. If you're somebody that's a little more off the cuff and you curse like a sailor, then like, yeah, maybe you you play with some ridiculous Snoop Doggy, whatever, something, something soundtrack. That's fine. Just be consistent is, is what I'm suggesting. You get an opportunity to add like trending music. And I think a lot of people try to use the trending music too much um, because then your brand voice gets a little lost. So I'd rather somebody stick to what's consistent to their branding, consistent to what you listen to, to what represents the visuals than to be trending. Yeah, no, I think that's really important. And I think with some of the challenges that I've seen, I've just been thinking like, how can I make this an Instagram tip? How can I make this relevant to my brand? And I think you can have like a lot of fun with it when you're being creative, but just like always tying it back because like, it, like what you said, you know, TikTok's distracting in a lot of ways. So just making sure you're super clear on your branding. I know when I, when I attended your workshop, that was like a lot of the main things I got. It's like, I know branding so important on all the other social media platforms. So it totally applies to TikTok too. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you can't have fun with it. Like there's still a lot of different ways to have fun with the platform and to have fun with the types of content. 
if you're just starting out, I absolutely recommend try six or seven or eight different kinds of content. You asked about the kind of content people could produce. I said kind of before, like maybe try one time-lapse video, one talking face to camera, Mm -hmm. one that's using some kind of viral song where there's no narration and then try one with a voiceover and then wait and see which one performs the best, see which people are responding to the most, even if, if whether that's five views or 500 or 5,000 or 5 million, like decide which, if that's consistent enough with your branding and then lean into it and then hit the ground hard on that type of content until you've started to create a following for yourself and people know what to expect. Then I feel like once you have your lane, once you've established your lane, then you can take like one step out to the left, one step out to the right, and then yeah. you can kind of create room for more experimentation like I'm doing recently is like not all my videos are the same anymore. I'm kind of branching out to different stuff, but it's fun. It keeps me on my toes. I think it's a great creative outlet. It's great for connecting with other people that you otherwise wouldn't have crossed paths with exposure wise, but definitely don't make it your life's work. I think people are getting on there and they're either one overwhelmed or two so befuddled by how it even works that they get really discouraged. Totally. I completely agree. And I think it can be just bite-sized pieces and just also like not only repurposing content you're already making from Instagram, but I've been repurposing some of my TikToks into Instagram content. So I think just in general, like don't think that your content marketing strategy has to be, I'm creating one piece of content and it's just going to one platform. Like, no, you can put that in different ways and different forms. Kind of like you said with the part one, part two for my IGTV video, I've just been like slicing those into like mini sections and putting them on TikTok. So I think you can like just set a timer is what I like to do. So like at the first thing in the morning, I'm like, okay, I have an hour to post like five TikToks and edit them. So it's like super doable because they're like under a minute sometimes under 15 seconds, like they're not super long. Um, But one of the top questions I've been getting is like, are there any tips that I've seen from TikTok? I don't feel like I'm at any liberty to say, but like when it comes to your bio or the hashtags you're using Mm -hmm. or just certain types of things that you've noticed are really great that have surprised you or things that just don't work at all. Totally. The first thing is you want to update to a pro account. So if you're a business owner, you want to get those analytics, you want to make sure that you're hitting the right audience and you want to see also like what times they're on and everything like that, like you would on Instagram. By having your pro account turned on, you also get access to see like what other songs your audience Mm, is listening to. So that's kind of a nice added feature. Also, you can sign up for their like beta test. It's like TikTok testers or something like this, which allegedly is going to be their rollout test market group Mm. demo so one thing that's missing from tiktok right now which i think is inevitably coming is like the geotag you can't really location like location specific market on tiktok which leads great into my next point your username and your name on tiktok just like your username and your name on instagram you can those two can be different so because there aren't a lot of professionals on tiktok yet i think there's a lot more going there yeah you have the opportunity to snag up a very search engine friendly handle i'm mkw creative co and anything my clients are all over the world so it to me having a location specific handle doesn't make a lot of sense for my sister who's a wedding planner in dallas she got dallas wedding planner as her tiktok name and that's positioning her as the wedding planner in Dallas, right? Yeah. It's like she's the only one. So if someone's consuming her content and they're a bride and 
they happen to live in Dallas, that's a slam dunk. Like totally. she gets that person right away. So that's the username. And then her actual name on TikTok is her business name. So sister and state's event planning. Mm. That's how you can kind of balance those two out. Your bio is going to be limited in the number of characters. You, It's even shorter than it is on Instagram. So yeah. you have to be really strategic with what goes there, I think. Even if you don't have an active link, rumor is you have to have a certain number of followers to be able to get an active link in your bio. But if you don't have it, still put your website there. I think that's what I did in the beginning that really helps people find me beyond TikTok. Definitely, you want to take people who are interested in your services off and onto your other stuff because oh, no. um, you can capture them much better, of course. Capture sounds like we're hunting them. That's not what I mean at all. But you know, <laughs> hunting what I mean. people on TikTok. You're hunting them down. No, you want to lead them. You want to lead them gently towards your services. Yeah. So the bio is is really great area to kind of give that brief description of who you help and how you help them. It's really, like I said, really limited. Uh, so mine, I think, says brand design queen and illustrator because those are the two things that I'm doing yeah. on TikTok, right? Um, so that's that, and then the bio, and then with captions you don't have the opportunity to do like the first comment hack 30 hashtags da, 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 da. like your caption is also limited in the number of characters and something to keep in mind is your caption displays on top of your video so you don't want any text or interesting visual information to be in that bottom third basically yeah. of your tiktok content because it'll get covered up by your caption or on like that left one-fifth right one-fifth where all the user interfaces right so being strategic in your caption, I don't go too like out of the box on the caption. I want the caption to exactly explain what they're seeing. And then I will include hashtags. So for example, I'll post a brand design in 60 seconds video. I will always have the same captioning convention, which is hashtag brand design in 60 seconds, dash, whatever the project is, emoji, and then three or four or five hashtags, that whichever will fit. And I want to use hashtags that are relevant to what you're seeing. So hashtag brand designer, hashtag logo designer, hashtag artists of TikTok, because artists of TikTok was trending like two weeks ago. And I have a lot more in common with an artist than I do with a cheerleader or a dancer. So I want to kind of <laughs> drag them towards my stuff. Yeah. And then I'll also use hashtags that are relevant to the branding. So I did branding for a horse stable. So hashtag jumping horses, hashtag equestrian. Yeah. And then I had a great conversation with some horse people in the comments. So that's always a good time too. Um, being strategic about your hashtags, just like you would anywhere else is yeah. obviously to your advantage. Definitely. Those are really good tips for people starting out. And I kind of want to just end off on like, what is next for you? Like, what are you planning to do with like, your, you know, your new TikTok brand? What do you think is next for TikTok? And just in general, what is next for your design business? Yeah, I've got a lot of changes happening. Thankfully, I am a veteran at work from home. <laughs> I've been working from home for six years. So I know how to do this stuff. Luckily, my day today with everything that's going on hasn't changed so drastically. I am an extrovert and a people person. And so the people limiting has been a little yeah. bit of an adjustment, but I'm part of a networking group, which has been really wonderful here in San Diego. All of their events have now been virtual across the country. So I've been able to sit in on events from all over and t telling them about TikTok also, but I definitely don't want to talk about TikTok for my whole life. Yeah, <laughs> It's great for right now because I've kind of experimented with it and had some success with the platform and I'm an open book. I am more than happy to share. I love 
helping people truly. So it's been great for that. It's kicking off also a lot of great conversations about brand design, which is what I really love to do. Um, and I just got a puppy yesterday. <laughs> so and he's cute. on our little zoo. Yes, he's on he's our like, podcast and he's just so precious. Sleeping like a sweet little angel. Yes. And that was by design as well. My sister, the one who's a wedding planner, also got a puppy from the same litter. So we have puppy brothers <laughs> and we both needed it as a distraction from work because I think we're totally. both workaholics. Yeah. I'm like, oh yes, we need to walk and we need to um get outside every once in a while. Yeah. Otherwise I'll just I'll I'll work my buns off. But yeah, this little guy is is gonna be good for that. Yeah, definitely. I actually just want to touch on brand design because I know that's what you're passionate about. What do you think when people are, you know, whether they're starting out, they're wanting to revamp their current brands, like what do you think everyone needs in their brand? Like what makes a strong brand essentially to you? Like what is essential in your branding kit? Mm -hmm. So when I'm doing brand design for first-time entrepreneurs or people who are rebranding, that mission, vision, ideal client avatar, I know I've said it a few times at like rapid speed because this is what I talk about all the time. That is essential to lay the foundations of your visuals. Because if we don't know who we're designing for and what your message is, then you could have the most amazing logo in the world. If it's not connecting with your audience, then it's kind of for naught. And as a logo designer and a brand designer, it's kind of a weird thing to admit that because I love to think that, oh, if we just had the most banging logo, then you're going to get all this money. So successful, right? But branding is an ecosystem and branding is related to not only your visuals, but your voice, your messaging, your service, how people react to you, with you, the way you present yourself. It's so multifaceted that I love, love it. Um, But my goal with my clients is to give them all the tools to represent themselves online visually in a way that's consistent with what they offer and who they're talking to. So really good branding, I think is um, beautiful logo artwork, of course, but also a color system and a font system and an editing style and supporting graphics that fit that flow so that it's mm-hmm. undeniable when you see this brand, you know exactly that it's that brand. Like no ifs, ands, or buts about yeah. it, right? So indirectly for my branding has been the color yellow and hats. Not yeah. that it has anything to do with graphic <laughs> design, but it has everything to do with me and what yeah. I enjoy and the style that I like. And now, now when I go to conferences or networking events and such, I will dress that way. Like totally. I will present myself that way. And I'm creating a connection moment where if someone else also loves yellow and large hats, then we can hit it off right away. And with your marketing and branding, you want to be simultaneously attracting and repelling people. You know, you want to be attracting the right people and repelling the wrong people. So the more you can lean into authentic gets tossed around a a lot, but the more you can lean into what you authentically believe and authentically want to represent, then the easier your branding is going to be. I completely agree. I think we sometimes get so caught up in like the visuals of what your brand should look like, your logo and all those types of things. But even just as Soul Studio has evolved, like I feel so the same with my logo, with the color yellow, like you mentioned. And that really reflects in who I do attract to be a part of my community and who I do attract on Instagram and as clients and stuff. So I think those were such great tips. And I so appreciate you coming on the show and breaking down TikTok. I'm sure it'll inspire a lot of people. And also, I just think it's so cool that you've pivoted so effortlessly where you're like, people were making you like an expert in TikTok and you're like, okay, let's do it. This is the thing right now, which I think is just so cool. So thank you. 
Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was a great conversation. I loved watching your videos. I'm like, I love seeing you experiment from your work from home with the different kinds <laughs> of stuff. It's really exciting. It's really I feel fun. like it's I'm cool like outlet. your your pupil, like your grasshopper. I'm like, just I'm learning your way. Totally. <laughs> so where can people connect from you and your Facebook groups with your resources? Or if they want to get brand design work, let them know where sure. they can connect. Yeah. So my business is mkwcreative.co on everything. That's my website. That's all my social handles. That's my TikTok. Um, my Facebook group is called Kiss My Aesthetic because I love to be a little sassy love with it. it. And um, you'll notice it's me because I'm wearing yellow and the large hat <laughs> on the cover. Um, the group for TikTok is called Kiss My Loops. Like I said, kind of at the top of this. Um, and I have an Instagram there as well where I'm sharing just exclusively TikTok advice. So if you're only coming to me for TikTok, totally get it. But I wanted to make sure you had your own space in the internet. Totally. So I wasn't flooding my brand design people with all this TikTok stuff. Because yeah. like who knows how long we'll be totally talking about it in this capacity yeah. because it is so fresh and new and I, I can be a resource. I'm happy to be, but um, definitely brand design is my stuff. Totally. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. This was so fun. And your puppy's so cute. (laughs) Yeah, he's being a good boy. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much to today's expert guests for joining us. If you want to connect with today's guests or check out any of the important links mentioned in the show, I've linked the details in today's show notes. Join the conversation at hashtag the shine online podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating if you love what you've heard today. We really appreciate it and it helps support our show. Remember, regardless of where you're at in your entrepreneurship journey, there's always room for your biz to shine. I'll see you next time.